Hey friends, Ashley Souza here. I spent years working in dental offices wishing I had a friend to guide me. So I'm here now via the Practice Ally podcast to guide you on your journey in dental management. Hey friends, in this episode, I'm going to tell you about a little experiment that I did with one of my favorite, favorite doctors and how we were able to add $30,000 to our revenue in one month. Take a listen. Something that I absolutely love is to get people excited about something that they already do or may have already heard of. Basically, taking the ordinary and making people look at it differently. Like for instance, have you ever been told by your mother or a significant other every single day to do something and then you hear it somewhere else and it just finally clicks? I have a slight obsession with that click when it just makes so much sense that it sparks passion. So I know that this is a topic that has been taught on many times before, but I encourage you to listen all the way through because this is the only way you're going to learn. And learning and growing is the only way to change your business. The future of your business needs a stronger and wiser version of you. I just love to test things, and along my journey, I have been fortunate enough to work with some amazing doctors that have trusted me enough to go for that ride with me. So the way that we test things in the office is to work one thing for an entire month. So we decided to do this because, I mean, you know, right? There's so many things to work on. Retention rate, case acceptance, new patient experience, recare, pest control. I mean, no, not pest control. I'm just kidding. Uh, Crown and bridge. Like, the list just goes on and on. But I will never forget that this one time, my one of my favorite doctors and I just had had it. I was all over the place. He was all over the place. I just looked at him and said, Doc, what if we just ignored all of the other things? all of these other things for now and just held each other accountable to do just one thing. He said, you know what, Ashley, you're right. Then we just stared at each other like, what in the heck? Where are we going to start? Everything just seems so important. So we discussed it and we decided if we could just get it right from the beginning, maybe that would be the best way to start. So in saying that, we decided to focus on the new patient experience. There was just one thing in the new patient experience in particular that I knew we were not consistent in, and that, and that was handoffs. Everyone, including myself, were skeptical of them. They had been preached for years, but we just thought it was something that was optional. We didn't really look into the why and how to make it special. So because we committed to each other that we'd work on this, we took it far. We had lunch and learns discussing each part of the handoff, getting feedback from every single team member. I even followed the patients around with their consent, of course, with my iPhone taking videos of them so we can watch and experience it together. After all that research, we came up with a secret sauce of handoffs and the results were unimaginable. We we definitely didn't think that we were going to get the results that we did. The main point of the handoff, what we learned, is to create the urgency and clarity and to build trust with the patient. If you know your patients well, you know that this is actually extremely important to them. So part one of the handoff, what we like to do is have our front desk greeter collect as much information as they can from the patients and write it down on that route sheet. They might learn things 
like the patient is scared or they like a certain football team or their daughter is getting married. Whatever it is, just write it down on that route sheet. Why is it important? Because sometimes the patients give the front desk key information. Here are some examples that can be literal bombs if they're not communicated to the back. Things like, I do not want x-rays. Or, I only want a cleaning. Or, my last dentist told me I needed crowns and then I actually don't need them. Or, my neighbor told me it's okay to keep your wisdom teeth. Or, my brother-in-law's cousin told me that I would just look better if I had dentures. Or, I'm embarrassed to smile because my teeth are so yellow. I can promise you that these things get said to your receptionist daily. If you miss them, you miss a lot. For example, if you tell the wisdom teeth example patient that they need their wisdom teeth taken out without addressing why some people do and some people don't, they're not going to trust you because they just met you and they have known their neighbor for years and trust them dearly. By knowing this information up front, you can more compassionately address the patient and explain why it is that they do need this treatment. In the example of the patient that feels that his or her teeth are yellow, you can more easily convince him or her that about any necessary cosmetic work that they might might make them feel more comfortable smiling because you now know that that's super important to them, right? I know a chief complaint is something that's probably on your intake form, but trust me, there is so much more that is being discussed at your reception desk that you have no clue about. Okay, let's get into step number two. Okay, so the assistant brings the patient back into a treatment room. The assistant takes the blood pressure and reviews the patient's medical history, whatever your process is for your office. They make sure that they find out exactly what is bringing the patient in today, and then they go get the doctor. We are bringing the doctor in before we get into the monotony of just starting x-rays or perio chart. Um, that whole process. We do this so the patient feels like they are included in the decision-making process and it isn't just a task for the dental assistant to check off of their busy list. So that's why it's super important just to bring the doctor in first, just to do kind of like a quick level set of like what we're going to do today. Okay, so step three, we have the doctor come in and at this time, the assistant introduces the doctor to the patient and tells the doctor in front of the patient. This is something that most offices miss, and this is totally something that we were missing um, when we were doing this little experiment here. So the assistant tells the doctor why the patient is in today and anything else that they may have learned, like i.e. favorite football team, um, the patient is joining the ice capades, just any little details that they learn. This is so important because the patient really feels connected and listened to, and at that time, the doctor can then recommend a comprehensive exam or full mouth series or whatever they they want. And they just need to be sure that the patient is up for it so that they feel like they are in control. They need to get that buy-in from the patient. The best way to do this is to tie it back to the reason that they came in and all the information that they've provided this far. Here's an example. I know you came in for pain on the upper left today. You also mentioned the staining on your teeth was preventing you from smiling all the time. So since you're here, I'd love to take a look at all your teeth so that we can see if we can do something about that too. Would that be okay with you? 
Okay, so for step four, we take the prescribed x-rays, we build rapport with the patient the whole time, and explain everything that's going on. So like how many more x-rays there are, um, if the patient is going behind, I mean, if the dental assistant is like going behind the wall or, you know, just they're, they're not like engaging, like what exactly that they're doing. So the patient is always feeling included. I know I'm going pretty fast here, but don't worry. I will recap the steps at the end of the show. Okay, I'm sure that you are really familiar with step five, but just in case you're not, um, I really have a passion and belief for doing comprehensive treatment plans, so that's kind of just all the doctors that I work with um, tend to be in line with that. So um, we have the doctor come in and adjust, address the chief complaint for sure and then address a comprehensive approach to their mouth. The whole time creating urgency with the patient's An example of this is like saying something like, I just, I want to see you back in my chair this week to get this taken care of. So we do that um, so that we make sure that we are at least educating the patients and making sure that they know that it's super important. I'll do a separate episode on comprehensive care. Potentially, maybe I can get somebody to do an interview on that and and the importance on that, but that's not up for debate right now. That's kind of um, step number five, what we have found that's worked really well. Okay, so step number six, this is a step of the handoff that is critical, and in my opinion, it's the most important part. That being said, it's also the part that is most likely to be missed. When we were doing this um, experiment, I don't know why... I don't know what to call it. You know, I'm just all over the place with my words, but whatever. Um, The doctor handoff to the treatment coordinator was the one that made the biggest difference. So I'm going to kind of role play this out because I feel it's so important. So the doctor gets the treatment coordinator and let's let's call the treatment coordinator Pam for now. Here she says, Pam, this is patient. Patient is a big Cowboys fan, so take it easy on him. He came in today because his upper left tooth was bothering him. I took a look at it and at this point it needs a root canal. Patient also let me take a look at the rest of his teeth today, and we found some cavities that are currently at the point of just needing fillings, but especially that one on the upper left could turn into a root canal if we don't get that taken care of soon. He also had some infection in his gums, and we'll need to get that treated before we get those get going on those fillings. Please go over his insurance coverage and give him the best payment options that we have available. I want to see him in my schedule this week for that root canal. Okay, patient, you're in the you're in great hands with Pam. She's a superstar at helping patients pay for their treatment. Do you have any questions before I let her go over your treatment? Okay, so let's recap these steps quickly. So one was the receptionist writing down all the information that she gathered. She I should say he or she gathered on the route sheet. Two was the assistant bringing the patient into the treatment room and getting or verifying patient's chief complaint. Three was a dental assistant introducing the doctor and the doctor prescribing x-rays. Four was a dental assistant taking said x-rays and explaining every single step. Five was doctor coming in to do the exam. Six was the doctor introducing the treatment coordinator and creating urgency and clarity. Don't forget, most important step. 
Okay. I know this is not the way that everybody does their new patient exams. And I know sometimes it won't be the dental assistant. It might be the hygienist, but make it your own. This is what worked well for this particular office. In the first month we focused on this, we did an additional $30,000 in revenue. So it's like no joke. Once the team was able to be consistent, we were finally able to move on to another subject. So I genuinely hope that this episode was valuable to you. It's my sole purpose. It's just my sole purpose just to tell you some of the things that I have learned in hopes that it might help you today and going forward. Thank you so much for listening. And if you have a topic that I haven't covered that you feel might be valuable or that you might need help with, please shoot me an email. My email address is Ashley. A-S-H-L-E-Y dot practice ally, P-R-A-C-T-I-C-E-A-L-L-Y at gmail.com. Or connect with me on Instagram at AshleySouza1020 because we're friends. I want to connect with you. I want to hear from you guys. And I will talk to you next time. So take care, friends. Bye.